Welcome to The Coven Connection, where magic meets empowerment. I'm Nicole Pilevan, your badass guide through the realms of witchcraft, healing, and all the things mystical. In this enchanted corner of the podcast universe, we're here to let you know that your journey to destiny begins here. You're not just heard, you a witness. So grab your broomstick or your business plan, because on The Coven Connection, we celebrate your unapologetic, magical self. Let's dive into the mysteries, manifest our dreams, and ignite the power within. It's time to connect with your inner coven of possibilities. Let's start the magic. Oh, I've, I did a grapefruit diet in high school. Yeah. Okay. So, like, it was crazy. And she would do that a lot in trying to lose weight for her. And she always had, like, a negative way around food. But she was also the one that would yell, like, make sure you clean your plate. So yeah. it was like that's, that's a big barrier. It's okay to leave food on your plate. Like that's something I still practice for myself. Like anytime I go for a meal out, it is a big treat, right? Because I do a majority of my cooking at home. It's my safe space. I know I'm not going to get sick and stuff like that. So I go out to eat and I have this meal in front of me and I get down to those last three bites and I'm like I know I'm not hungry but I'm paying for this expensive plate I better finish it and then I'm like no that's not what I really want it doesn't really matter if I waste these little three bites of food you do not have to clean your entire plate and especially if you know that you're going to have that meal like you can have a meal shortly a few hours later it's not like um you have it set up where that's like the only thing you're going to eat so yes that was like a really, I remember the day, I can literally still remember the day I was with Jimmy and we were still like newly dating and we went to a Thai restaurant. It's, I don't know if you've ever been to Lemongrass here in mm-hmm. Tampa. It's so good. And I love the owners. I love the whole space. So uh, we were there and I got past Thai and I was like, this is so good. This is so good. And then I was eating and then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I'm full. And then I like dropped my fork and I like literally like, yeah, me like it was like a cooking competition. I'm done. And I was like looking at him and I was like, I just left food on the plate. And he was like, he doesn't come from that space. He doesn't understand. He was like, okay. And I was like, no, you don't understand. (laughs) Like, this is a big deal. (laughs) It's a huge, like, power moment for yourself. Like, I'd be in college garboning whatever's in front of me and I'd watch all my friends who were much thinner and sticks and stuff like that. Like, they'd eat half the sandwich and leave the other half on the plate. And I'm like, why are you not finishing that? Like, I'll eat that for you right now. And I still struggle with this like monstrous appetite because of the way I was brought up. But again, when you do feel yourself properly, like you start your morning with a breakfast that has all the food food groups and it's super diverse, like you start to have more control over your appetite. You start to be able to um, understand how much of a portion that you really need to be eating and not overdoing it. Yeah. Because the body really will adapt, adapts very easily and adapt, it will adapt very, very quickly. Um, our kids are amazing at like being, um, we always, we always like praise them. Like great job self-regulating. They don't know what the hell we're saying, but they're like, okay. But it's just really beautiful because like they'll leave their food on the plate. And like for us as parents, we're like, damn, we have to pay for that. But at the same token, like making them not have to finish everything on their plate, making them understand and hear their their hunger cues is so important like Ava will ask for ice cream and of course I'm like yeah have it 
and she'll grab her own. Like we're very much like you need to, you're a big kid. You can do your stuff, but she stops. Like if she puts too much on there, she stops and I'm done. And I was like, that's beautiful. Like always listen to that. Don't, don't listen to anybody tell you you need to take another bite. Don't listen to anybody else say anything else. If you're done, you're done. Yeah. Like your Italian grandmother saying, eat more, eat more. No, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yes, 100%. Like, it's so funny. Like, just watch. And when you watch them, it's beautiful to, like, see, like, oh, this is what we came with. Like, this is what we were born with. But then mm-hmm. everybody came in and meddled in the space. So, oh. um, okay. So one last question, and then I'm going to let you, uh, we'll open up for anybody that's on here that might have questions, and then we'll give some info for them, too. Um, so what's a piece of advice you would give yourself at the beginning of your journey, like before you like opened up into all these beautiful spaces? Yeah. Um, number one is consistency will bring you results way faster than giving up and just approaching each day and just focusing on that day, not focusing on the plans you have coming up over the weekend. How are you going to navigate that? Not the vacation you're going to go on in a couple months. It's one day at a time having um, like a very strong mindset and, and staying positive because if you go into anything negative, of course, that's going to leave room for you to mess it all up and say, fuck it all um, entirely. So um, consistency and approaching each day as it comes. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of us look at the end game first. Like this yes. is where I want to be. Why am I not there yet? Yeah. And then if we don't see the results right away, we're like, okay, this isn't working. I need something else. Yeah. I, I personally just went on my own 30-day challenge because as a nutrition coach or just like any health coach, a personal trainer in this industry, you're serving so many people that you tend to neglect yourself. So there'd be times where I'd sit on my computer all day, hanging out meal plans, dealing with the clients, and I'm not properly eating. I'm like, I'm still eating good, but I'm not having full meals. I'm just snacking. Um, I'm skipping going to the gym. I'm skipping going on that walk. And I got to a point where, you know, I think it's okay if you look in the mirror and you say, I don't like myself. I don't like how I look. I know that there is stuff I can do to look better. Like I, that I want to love myself. I don't believe in forcing yourself to love you as you are if you have to force it and you're still hating it secretly internally. So I was like, you know what? For me to be my best coach, working alongside my husband, who is also a personal trainer, I'm a reflection of him. He's a reflection of me. So the last 30 days, I made sure I got all three breakfast, lunch, and dinner in, nourishing meals. I still had cookies. I still had brownies. I had pizza. I lived my life. All I did was stay consistent. That one piece of advice I'd give myself from the journey. I went to my strength training workouts three to four times a week. I practiced yoga twice a week. I walked. And within 30 days, I had posted the transformation on my Instagram account. You can just see, if you just dedicate a small, as small of a window as that, what you can do for yourself is pretty incredible. And I love the idea like, of not forcing like I talked about before in the intention setting uh, training I did in here, like if you can't believe it, it's not going to be true. Like it, it can't happen. Like you can't just love yourself because somebody's like, you should love yourself yeah. the way you are. And yeah. if you don't, it's not going to happen. Like it can't. You can say all the fucking mantras and all the sticky notes and all the pretty mm-hmm. fucking vision boards. 
it's not going to happen until you actually feel it on the inside. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really important. And once you do, too, like when, I feel like also the other part people um, don't tap into is staying consistent isn't just a matter of like how it physically changes your body. It's the idea that you conquered something, you stuck to something, yes. and you like did it. Like it, it, that is going to change and help you. And I, I saw somebody wrote, wrote, like had a thing. It was really cool. They were like, you can't manifest the perfect body. And I believe that that is true. You can't manifest it. you got to do the work, too. It has to happen. Mm-hmm. And that consistency helps, like, release the tension of, like, I don't like what I look like because, like, it releases that space because now you're doing something proactively. Mm-hmm. Like, you're taking charge of it. And it's just a different energy altogether that now you're, like, nourishing at the same time. Yeah. And you're, like, taking care of your body. All you're doing nothing but good things like I I say it's the biggest form of self-love to change what you're doing to better yourself like again you're gonna stay where you are if you're not doing anything like anything that's staying in your head is simply just a wish until you're taking action so movement and mindset practices um that's where we um can book your coaching sessions with us. Um, you can learn tons of stuff and things like that. Um, you can also join my free uh, Facebook group on there as well, right in the link tree in the bio. So um, I deal with a lot of older women in that space. And a lot of them have been doing a low carb or keto diet for a very, very time. Yeah, and they are sick now. They are fatigued. They have inflammation in their body. They can't even stand up in the morning. Your body needs carbs. It is an energy source. So what I do is I step in and I slowly build them up to love carbs again, to not have fear over them, and to use them in a way where your body is going to benefit from them. Of course, like you need movement. Like, at the end of the day, you need movement. You can have anything in excess and consume too many carbs, of course. But it's all about that balance. And, and that's what I do for people is that I just teach you how to eat balance. It, it's nothing crazy at all. I don't I literally don't restrict you at all. I just give you the layout and then you kind of learn and you know what to do for life. And then you also pass that on to your friends, to your family, to your children. And that's kind of why I am doing this because I just believe that we should all um we deserve to know how to nourish ourselves properly and not be scared of food and things like that yeah it's so i couldn't remember fucking keto it was like not there i was, I was like call it out, but <laughs> I was, I had a feeling that's what you're thinking yes and like it's so like difficult for um i think for people to understand that like when your doctors are saying that like it doesn't mean that they want you to stop eating carbs completely and it also means like we need to stop like fast food like we need to stop in those places like it's so important and if you and i've like tried to talk to people about this like there's um women that would come into my frequency that had uh pcos and stuff like that Mm -hmm. which is like a really difficult one for the body to regulate with and then the doctors would say go low carb or they said I need to cut my carbs and they took it automatically like I have to go back to keto in order to be okay and yeah. I was like mm, no <laughs> People also again totally I did my own worst assumption I'm just talking about grains right but carbs are in all your vegetables and your fruits too so are you going to take that out of your diet no, because then you are stripping yourself of so many nutrients at that point. And that's the problem. Carbs aren't the issue. It's 
it's the bad carbs, but it's the lack of those micronutrients that people are missing because people have become scared of fruit as well. They're scared of the sugar and the carb intake in fruit and broccoli and, and all these wonderful things that do so much healing for the body when you do start consuming them properly. Yeah. And like you're like, if you guys check out Bree's IG, it's amazing. Like the food she puts up there, like she makes her own pasta. She makes like her own pizzas. She makes like a lot of beautiful food. And it's not just stuff that like she only eats like beans and rice. Like there's yeah. more to it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's super important to not just, that's actually funny when I was like thinking about this, this interview, um, when my husband went plant-based, that's what we did. We had beans and rice and a vegetable, or we had plain lentils with a vegetable and, and a grain on the side. And it was disgusting and it got boring real fast and we would start to order food out. So another thing, what I do with people is color your freaking plates color them up. If it looks like it's one color scheme, do you have a red pepper that you can throw in there? Again, our food, sending your body's messages, um, you'll start to notice like when you do add more color onto your plate, uh, your body will tell you what you need more of. So like if you one week are craving strawberries like crazy, like I need a whole bowl of strawberries, it's because you're missing the vitamin or whatever nutrients that that strawberry gives you. So you listen to those signals. You you bring it into your diet, then you eat all the strawberries, and you wake up one day and you're like, I can't even look at another strawberry again. I'm done with them. And then you don't eat them for like a couple weeks sometimes. So yeah, color, getting creative um, is really, really important. You can't really transition from the standard American diet to a plant-based diet following that same formula of a protein, a fat, and a carb. It's more so, again, those one-pot meals, the lentil chili that has um, onions, garlic, lentils, carrots, celery, broth, it's a whole plethora of nutrients that you eat that and you can actually, you know, feel the nutrient density. Um, the way I teach people to eat, it, it's no more calorie dense. We don't care about calories. Doing math with food is totally something that's not in my space. It makes me very angry. So um, you notice like you can eat a whole bowl of broccoli you're going to get full really fast. You won't be able to finish that bowl. But if you have a whole bowl of potato chips, you'll finish that bowl and you'll probably refill it again. And it's because it's not nutrient dense. And that's how we have to start viewing our food. And it's so important, like so, so important, especially like in here with like healers, mm -hmm. people who mm -hmm. are working in different realms, like your body needs it so much. We're so like, people are so, so caught up in like, I need to heal this trauma. I need to unlock this gift. I need to step forward in this way. I need to call this in. I need to manifest all these things. But if you don't take care of the vessel you're sitting in, it means shit. Like, yeah, yeah you might feel okay, but eventually your body's going to get tired. It's not going to be able to do, never mind like aesthetically. It doesn't even matter like <laughs> what it looks like, but your body's going to get really tired. You're going to get burnt out and it's going to feel like you can't push forward. It's mm -hmm. going to feel like, why do I feel tired all the time? Why don't I want to eat food? Why do I feel this way? And once you start to like fuel the body properly in the vessel you're in, your healing like excels. Your gifts open up like you wouldn't believe. You're able to I hear your messages. I a lot of things transitioning on this journey like leaving my old life away of, of going out two to three times on a weekend having like fried food and appetizers and alcohol and stuff because 
I started to notice, number one, I did not only not enjoy those things anymore, I felt halted in my own spiritual journey, in my own gifts. I was like, something is pulling me back from leveling up. And that's when people get to that point and they have to make that hard decision of what matters to me most. Is it all this kind of superficial stuff? Or is it my growth and my evolution here on the planet? And I mean, that's kind of why we're here at this time right now is to learn that these like 3D experiences, we can have them, of course, a fun night out is always needed for us and having that human experience. But um, how can we tie both together so it works harmoniously and it's no longer harming us? Yeah, that's beautiful. And like just those things, and that's why I wanted to have you come in too, because I just feel like a lot of times people don't realize that space. Like, it's not just a matter of the aesthetics. And, like, I think mm -hmm. that's, like, a really hard one for a lot of people. And, like, uh, yeah, we have to face ourselves in the mirror every day and have to like what we see eventually. It has to happen. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Or else we're going to be in for a pretty miserable time. But now it's understanding, like, does it feel good when I serve myself and, like, mm -hmm. bring that nourishing space myself like that is self-love when people talk about self-love it's not just bubble baths it's not just having mm -hmm. like your toes done it's also nourishing the space that you live in this is the body you have this lifetime and you yep. fuck around with it it's crazy <laughs> like, I'm just like why do you want a dirty apartment yeah and I also always say like I, I'm almost 30 I'm pretty young I'm doing these things for when I'm 60 when I'm 70 yeah. because it's too much my family and family friends just completely decline because they didn't take the time to nourish themselves. They didn't believe in it. Like a lot of people have this negative outlook when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle. Like it's weird and abnormal, but in reality, what they're doing is weird and abnormal and extremely harmful. Yeah. And it's so crazy for people to understand that. I don't know if you've ever seen the meme where they were like, oh, you don't want to see me post about like going to the gym. Well, I don't really want to see you being an idiot drinking your face off all weekend. Yes. So here's my gym photo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, 100%. I love yeah. that. Um, but I, I don't know. I know that there's still some ladies on here. Is there any more questions for the beautiful Miss Bree? I just want to make sure like we don't leave any. I want everybody to feel seen and witnessed. Definitely. And I can talk a little bit about what this thing that's yes, been yes, this yes, whole yes, time. Yes, I would love that. So, um, I made a seven day guide to implementing holistic habits into your life. So anyone who is interested in this upswing in the trend of being holistic, so we're becoming holistic and, and how do you do that? So I walk you through seven days. I teach you how to use the workbook. Um, I have you reflect and write a letter to yourself. Like who do you want to be at the end of the seven days? Um, I have you get organized. How are you going to plan these things out and what are you planning so each day I give you an action in regards to um, nourishment in regards to nurturement so your mindset and then movement so you'll find things like start your day out with a plant-based breakfast and then I include my recipes along the way which is the bonus part of it all and then something for movement it would be do something active that your body is calling for right so it's teaching you to let your mind and soul guide you throughout this process and then when it comes to mindset I'll say spend um, some like 40 minutes outdoors in sunlight um, 
and things like that. And then every day there's also a journal prompt. So these things are easily doable. They're fun. You get recipes. I also include, um, I'm just going scanning through it quick, um, resources, um, my Powerball recipes, so little protein balls and things like that, um, a list of ant antioxidant foods. Um, there is a lot in here. There's my holy grail practices, things that you can hold with you every single day. So this is a really powerful guide, I would say, like if you weren't in the space to be able to work with a coach, if you just took this seven day guide, you kind of already learn all the principles you would in like a six week program with me. That's awesome. Like that's beautiful. It's only it, and you have to I was going to say, you have to tell them how much it is because I know you told me. Yeah, only $11 for, for all of this stuff. Um, and people have to pay a lot more when they're working in my space. So if you want to self-heal and you're that DIY kind of person and you would love to have a digital download in your phone that you just pull it up, what do I have to do today? And it's just as simple as that. That's awesome. Love that. Love, love, love that. Okay, so... I will definitely share that when this thing is all over because it does not want to upload on here. Um, there's also Small Business Saturday that I did in this group too. So if you oh, guys yeah. are offering stuff, like jump in there, put it in there too. I would love for you to put that seven-day guide in there too. Also, Miss Bree hates that I do this to her every time. She also makes tea. That's fucking amazing. I, you'll be very proud of me. I have all the herbs. I have the packaging. It just has to be made. Um, I so I'll love talk a little that. About it. So I, I make a loose leaf tea blend um, called Red Wedding Tea. And why is it called Red Wedding? Because it is for that special cycle we deal with every month. Um, it has herbs like licorice root, which is the star of the show that's going to relieve you of your cramps. It's got spearmint, peppermint, ashwagandha, some ginger in there. Um, and a couple other things. It is meant to completely make you cramp free. Like it, it literally does make you cramp free. I have multiple pe people have a batch of it every month and it works better than a Midol or an Advil. Um, it also gives you your energy back. Um, if you notice throughout this call, I have totally transitioned my energy. I was very low in the beginning because I started my cycle this morning and what did I do? I made my tea and I have a slow metabolism. So it finally hit throughout this interview. But yes, I also make a tea and that will be posted back on my Etsy as well. Love it. I always call her out for it. <laughs> it's happening. out enough. <laughs> I love it. Um, so if there are, I want to make sure because I like stole you for like the whole day already, like your whole afternoon. We started at 11 if everybody doesn't know. <laughs> My afternoon is going back on the couch after this. I, I'm sure to rest, recover, and brace. Yeah. I think another thing um, in this like hustle society, women are just expected to show up to their jobs on the first two days of their cycle, um, do whatever they do, any, anything they are mand mandated to go to, they have to go to. Um, I believe in being able to take that space to rest. You shouldn't have to power through it. So if there is ways that you can rearrange your plans or take that day off work or that mental health day or whatever, you should give that self, um, that space to yourself to rest and recover. Um, 
you know, in other cultures, women are sent to tents to just simply relax and rest during this time. It's a very sacred experience. And we've kind of lost lost that in that day and age. So um, I totally tune the world out and I go be lazy. I binge a show. I drink my tea. I take care of myself that way. I don't experience burnout from powering it through. And the next few days I can get back into my normal routine. I love that. Thank you for jumping in, especially if that's the door. So I, yeah. I appreciate you jumping in for us too. Uh, Miss Bree, tap into her IG. I've, I've tagged her a bunch in here too that you can reach out to her. Leave your group too, like leave your Facebook group for them too so that they can come to you. Well, thank I you. I love it. Much. I love this so much. I've never done an interview before. As you can see, I can just pull out a million topics because I'm so passionate about it. And I want people to hear these things because I think that these little tips or conversations we've had, you can pull away so much to um, living a healthier life. So um, again, thank you so much for creating this space for us. Um, I'm so excited that this is a new thing and you're going to have people on here weekly, just all here trying to learn the same thing. How the hell can we heal and exist in this chaotic world? <laughs> and I love it. I love being able to have it too. And the name is my favorite. I was like, yes, a coven connection. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, but I hope you get some good rest, girl. Thank you for creating space. And I will chat with you soon. I love you. Love you too. I will see you around. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this enchanting journey through the realms of magic and empowerment on the coven connection. I'm Nicole Pilavan, and you've just experienced the first spark of the magic within. Remember, you're not just heard, you're witnessed, and your magical self is celebrated here. So until next time, keep your broomsticks and your business plans ready. The magic continues. Stay enchanted, my fellow witches and seekers.